Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Ernie Eves, a former premier and finance minister in this province of Ontario. How's Ernie? I'm great, John. Thanks for coming in. Dan Moulton with us, consultant at Crestview Strategy. That's a public affairs agency. And he was a former advisor to Dalton McGinty and Kathleen Wynne. How's Dan? I'm doing great, John. Thank you. John Turley Ewart. Rounding out the panel, risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets. How's Big John? Uh, I got a bit of a cold today. Do you? Yeah. Aw. <laughs> All right. Very uh, honest of you. Well, it's good of you to come in. you opened up with that. Yes. Disclosed it to everyone. And uh, basically, you know, uh, taking one for the team here, so to speak. Hey, speaking of teams, I don't know how the Leafs are going to react to this uh, because they haven't really tipped their hand. But Austin Matthews, we were just talking about that, you know, uh, caught in this imbroglio down there in late May in Scottsdale, Arizona, where apparently, uh, you know, over-refreshed, he and some friends at 2 o'clock in the morning try to enter a locked car where a security guard a female is in there doing some paperwork i guess she's distressed by this and she decides to call the cops cops arrive and next thing you know uh there's a criminal complaint it's not well uh, my apologies it's a charge it's not criminal in nature but it has to do with like something like uh a speeding ticket yeah disturbing the peace uh and my question in all of this is basically, uh, are we drawing anything analogous to Justin Trudeau's blackface, for example? <laughs> well, yeah, because you've got people of privilege, and then you've got, you know, uh, indiscretion or uh, really showing bad behavior. Uh, should we have expected better in this case of Austin Matthews? Well, my take on this is he can't be captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, but he could be the Prime Minister of Canada. Ooh. I mean, apparently those are the standards All right, we're so, setting. So one, one guy's skating and the other guy is Austin Matthews. Uh, so how do you see it then, Dan? Yeah, I, I would say that, again, he was out today. He offered an apology. I think he meant it. Um, the guy's not getting paid to be charismatic by the leaves, but he could have done a better job at his press conference today, which I, I, I did watch. Probably should have shaved that mustache as well. It didn't uh, exactly help his case, I think. But mm. look, I, I think that he has to reflect on how he made this individual feel. And I think a lot of people are going to say, ah, he's just a drunk 22-year-old playing around, having fun. It was 2 in the morning, and it was a group of guys the size of hockey players trying to get into the car of a terrified woman. She was scared. She's filed a complaint. Uh, it makes sense to me why she would want to do that. And I don't think you should diminish that, that, that person's experience. Um, I do think there is something to be said about the fact that this is happening in the courts. That, that's proceeding in a court in, in, in Arizona. Uh, it is uh, obviously a judicial proceeding. Uh, but when it comes to the court of public opinion, he's going to be judged on, on a number of things. Uh, one of them is how he apologized. Uh, second is going to be how he keeps up his uh, reputation in this community. Uh, he's been uh, a leader, you know, I think a lot of people would describe him as a leader off the field as well as on the field. And so uh, obviously uh, that's something he has to continue to prioritize and the Leafs need to continue to prioritize if they're going to protect his brand. Well, that's just it. Brand damage. Uh, there's certainly that consideration. Uh, but, you know, when I asked Ernie if this is analogous to anything Justin Trudeau's done here, just young men behaving badly, uh, how do you equate the two, John? Uh well, I'm not sure I'd, I know how to equate the two. Uh, the, I think 
you know, one involves uh, what appears to be Mr. Trudeau behaving in a truly racist fashion, and another one involves uh, a hockey player who was drunk who, you know, scared a woman. Uh, and uh, the concern there is uh, the Maple Leafs are one thing. It's quite another to have a, a prime minister uh, who uh, wore blackface, wore brownface, doesn't know how many times he did it. I, I, I don't think there's any equation on it because at the end of the day, uh, you know, Austin is just a hockey player. Uh, now we have a prime minister who's got this legacy uh, that we have to look at. This this person who who claims to, you know, stand up for diversity, uh, we look back on his life and we're finding out that, you know, he, he, he behaved in a way that was atrocious. How do you explain, though, because, I mean, what we've got, uh, what the polls are reflecting anyway, is this whole thing with blackface seemingly hasn't dusted up Dustin, uh, Justin Trudeau too badly. Austin Matthews, I'm sure, uh, the Leaf faithful, will also say, you know, just a kid behaving, you know, on a night out with his friends, uh, maybe a little irresponsibly, and let that go, too. I mean, I can even extend the context to say uh, Donald Trump's base will also say uh, nothing to see here, folks, and they'll forgive and uh, move on. I mean, that's what it tends to be, one of these things where we're, uh, you know, you have your camps of support and people don't move off of it. It's nothing that can do to deter or damage, you know, uh, people from seeing you in a negative light, I guess. Ernie? Well, I think the most recent poll I saw, I think it was last night, said something about... 70, something like 75% of Canadians don't believe that Justin Trudeau's a racist, but they do think that he's a hypocrite. And I think that goes to the integrity of the individual. I don't believe Justin Trudeau's a racist either. You can say that this particular act was a racist act, mm-hmm. but I don't. I would never classify him as a racist. But I do think, and I'm sure Dan will disagree with me, I mean, this guy... How can you believe almost anything he says? You can go right back to the, well, I don't think we have time to go through them all, the Aga Khan thing, the nanny gate thing. Remember him criticizing Stephen Harper because he had one nanny paid for by the taxpayers, but I'm Justin Trudeau. I'm entitled to two nannies paid for by taxpayers because I'm special. I'm a Trudeau. I don't have to abide by the rules that the rest of you have to abide by. You go through all these things. Um... SNC-Lavalin, he changed his story about five different times. First of all, it didn't happen at all. Then, yes, well, it happened, but we don't think too much pressure was applied to her. Blah, 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 blah. So after he drags it on and on and on, what should have been a 24-hour story, all he had to do was admit right up front, yeah, we screwed up, never should have happened, never should have tried to influence and obstruct justice. I promise you it'll never happen again. The thing would have been behind him. I think if you look at, and I think if you look at what happened uh, in the middle of this campaign, which was an enormous crisis facing the prime minister and his and his party uh, in the middle of an election period, I think if you look at this from a crisis communication standpoint and how you handle events like that, uh, part of the reason we're seeing the race remain static and the polls remain static over the last week or so is because he handled it pretty well, uh, as well as you can expect in that moment. I mean. Issuing the apology he did, handling it the way that he did, doing the press conference he did in Winnipeg where he stood at that microphone for about 45 minutes. Just the the way that the party in that moment handled it from a crisis communication standpoint, I don't know what I would have done differently or how they could have done anything differently. And I think the the result of that is what we're seeing in the polls uh, to your question, Sean. But here's here's the issue, though. Uh, You can commend them for that. But then the next day you had the blackface video come out. 
where he is wearing, you know, some kind of, you know, uh, Afro-type uh, wig, headgear. headgear, and he's got his legs painted black, his hands painted black, uh, you know, and he's running around in, in, a, in a very erratic manner, uh, which looks like he's trying to mimic an ape or something. So where do you go from there? And when he's asked questions on that, he refuses to answer them. And so what happened is, you know, Dan may say they, they dealt with it correctly at the, you know, the first instance, but then you had this emerge. And I think the big problem he's having right now is the media keeps asking him, what were you dressed up like? What were you dressed up like? And he keeps going, I've been honest with Canadians. I've been forthright and tries to move on about it and will not answer the question. And so I think that's actually hurting him. And if he continues along that path, he's going to look worse and worse and worse. One of the things that disturbed me was that you know, that particular evening, he was sure there were only two occasions. He did not say that. that well, he said, he said, they asked him if there were any other and occasions. And he said immediately that there was. Any other occasions. He no, he did not. Said that no, there he was. did not. He immediately said, yes, there was one other time when I was in high school and I performed as so-and-so. Then the next morning, the chorus thing comes out. Then, oh, yes, well, there's that one, too. Well, how many, how many are there? Well, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. Count, I can't remember tells me one of two things. Either he knows he did it so many friggin' times he really can't remember, or he knows exactly how many times, and, and he refuses to come clean and tell people. There was even somebody at a Liberal Party fundraiser, was a town hall meeting, I guess, turned it into, a supporter who asked him, can you round it off to the nearest five for us? Like, is it five, 10, 15? Okay, you don't know the exact number. It might not be 17. It might be 15 if we round it off. He couldn't even answer. He refused to answer that question. He tried to pass that off as, well, you're making light of the situation. No, Mr. Prime Minister, you're making light of it. If you don't know how many times you did this and you're not prepared to come clean and tell us once and for all, that's it. And I'd like to know how the hell did he ever pass a vetting procedure in 2015 to become Prime Minister of Canada? I'll tell you, I know the vetting process I went through to become a cabinet minister, to become a parliamentary assistant, and it was far in excess of anything apparently the Liberal Party thinks it takes to become Prime Minister of this country. It brings disrepute into the entire political profession. Because people now think this is part of the problem with Trump, it's part of the problem with Trudeau, it's part of the problem with Doris, with Boris Johnson, in my opinion. People say they're all unethical, they're all crooks, who cares, we'll vote for them anyway. That is despicable. We live in Canada. We're not some third world dictatorship. We don't have special treatment for the Trudeaus and the Mornos of society. We all abide by the same rules, the same laws. And apparently he doesn't think he has to. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.